Fantasy football season is around the corner. So which Bengals players should you have on your fantasy radar? Let's talk about it. What it do, Hootay Nation? It's the 513 with your boy J.E. on the Wincinnati Podcast. I hope everybody is having a phenomenal Monday, another day to get better, another day to get more information about our team and talk about this upcoming year. As you all know, fantasy football is on the horizon, and uh, fantasy football is one of the things that makes the football season so spectacular because you can actually put your team together and put your fantasy and football knowledge on display in front of your friends, in front of your coworkers, peers, and get bragging rights if you build a dominant team. And uh, if you don't build a dominant team, then sometimes you can get some fun made of you, right, and, and maybe lose some bets that you might have. But all in all, uh, all is fair and uh, all is fun. We're talking about fantasy football. It's incredible. It's one of the things I really love about the football season. And uh, that's why today I kind of wanted to mix it up, right? I love fantasy football. I play fantasy football every single year. Last year, I'm the re- I'm the reigning champ from my uh, from my my league with uh, some of my boys in college. And uh, I wouldn't say I'm a, a fantasy football guru, right? I'm not probably not a guru, but I'm an expert level, right? So um, I want to talk about it because I I think when you look at this Bengals team and you look at the additions that they made. Uh, and then you also really look at the data from last season. It really can be a good a good uh, baseline for where this team may be headed or maybe some projections for some players that might or should be on your radar 100%. So let's kind of get to the, the nitty-gritty, right? As we look at 2021, as far as really reviewing how the Bengals did statistically in statistic categories and some categories – we know they finished 10, 10 and 7. They averaged 27.1 points per game, 361 uh, yards per game, 259 yards per game, which was actually seventh in the NFL. And then they had 102 rushing, 102.5 rushing yards per game was the average, right? So they weren't really in the top five of any category last season. And when you look at the passing yards per game, the average, in my opinion, for a Bengals team, is actually a lot lower uh, than what you would expect. I think if you're not really looking or think looking at the stats, I think off the top of my head, I wouldn't think, oh, right off the bat, the Bengals actually were seventh, uh, or actually ranked seventh in passing yards per game, coming in at average of 259 yards per game. So um, that's interesting to look at, right? This team last season didn't have a good offensive line. Even though they averaged 102.5 rushing yards per game, the O-line really struggled to to, to run block at times. Um, and it's a team that, in my opinion, with that improved offensive line, you could probably see a, a decent jump in production. I know it's kind of really um, – I wouldn't say – not really a surprise to think that there could be a, a higher uh, production for some key players, but – it's hard to think that, hey, this team could even be better for a lot of folks 
not hard for, I think, Bengals fans, but for a lot of folks looking outside in, you know, they're saying, hey, how can this team even be better? But the, the truth of the matter is it all starts up front, right? Lyle Collins, Alex Kappa, uh, Ted Karras, Jackson Carmen, Jonah Williams. That's, you know, right now I think maybe in PFF statistically speaking that that tandem or that group is ranked somewhere I think between 10 and 15 as far as offensive lines in the NFL. So they haven't played any snaps together yet, so it's kind of all – uh, preliminary, right? It, you don't know until you know and they all play together. But on paper, this team is miles ahead of where they were at last year, which is what leads me to really talking about these players, right? And when you think about how they finished last year, um, the O-line gives you confidence that this is going to be a team where you can invest in these players in your fantasy league and feel really good about it. I think last season, people really didn't know what to expect, including myself even though I always draft a lot of Bengals players from my from my uh, fantasy draft. This season, I can confidently say uh, this is a year where you do want to have Bengals players on your roster because you really could have some key players on your team. Last year, Jamar Chase was clutch. Um, you, have, you can have some key players on your team that can make an impact and probably help you win your championship or compete to make a playoff spot in your league. So, um Last season, when you look at, you know, how how some of our key players did in fantasy, Joe Burrow finished seventh. Joe Mixon was RB4 last year, so he finished fourth uh, in fantasy rankings. Um, Jamar Chase was receiver five. T. Higgins, receiver 24. And C.J. Uzama was t- uh, tight end 19. So C.J.'s gone, um, so we won't really talk about C.J., but – when you look at the Bengals and you're talking PPR leagues, um, if you're talking fantasy dynasty leagues, you know, that goes into defense, which we won't really touch on defense today or talk about that. I do want to, you know, talk about that later on down the road as we kind of get closer. And I'll talk a little bit more about some of the fantasy leagues I'm doing and the platform all 22 that I'm using that uh, you can find more about on, on Twitter but um, when you're talking about traditional PPR leagues, we're just talking about, you know, getting offensive weapons, guys that are going to put up numbers, have a ton of targets, uh, have a ton of rushes, contributing the pass game, and then quarterbacks that are obviously slinging the ball around. I think one of the biggest questions or one of the biggest things I'm expecting this team to do is throw the ball more, Right. Last season, they threw it 555 times, had 555 pass attempts. I expect that number to go up. Uh, I don't quite know where the number will go up, what it will go up to. But if I had to guess, they'll probably be somewhere in the, you know, 625 to 650 range. Uh, I think you can definitely expect them to pass more this coming season, which in turn um, would really, you know, put this team in position to, you know, have some, some key players in fantasy, like I mentioned once before. So when you look at the the main guy that I think everybody will start with is Joe Burrow, right? Um, Joe Burrow's going to have a lot more pass attempts. He's going to be, he's a lot more healthier. This is his, you know, second full off season. Uh, he's not recovering from a major knee injury. He has familiarity with his weapons. He has familiarity with the offense. He has a better offensive line, um, and he's a uh, preliminary candidate for the MVP, right? Might be a dark horse right now, but a dark horse, but he's a candidate nonetheless. And um, 
you know, I always, you know, I, I know people when they think about Burrow, they don't think of this prolific athlete or prolific uh, superstar when you're talking from the outside looking in. But the truth is, Burrow is a is a superstar, and uh, he is a prolific quarterback. He can light up the scoreboard, and I think that he is going to light the NFL on fire. So. I think Joe Burrow is a quarterback that if you can get him, you know, maybe in the later rounds, I think, you know, depending on how the draft is going, he certainly will be a great quarterback for you to grab. He's going to have a lot of volume pass attempts this year. Uh, His knee is feeling better. So he might have a couple more rushes, more rushing touchdowns this year, I would expect. Um, So Joe Burrow is going to be a great, he's going to be a great quarterback to get. I, I think there he's going roughly around 10 I think uh, when you look at mock drafts or fantasy football league, so um, definitely take a look at Joe Burrow. If you can snag him, snag him. If you're in a Bengals league, it might be tough to get him uh, because everybody's going to be reaching for Joe Burrow. But um, Joe Burrow, nonetheless, he is going to be a great quarterback in fantasy this season because he will have more volume and he'll have more time to pass the rock. You know, and if you know anything about watching Joe Burrow, he loves to, he can throw from the pocket. But I think a lot of times when you'll see the magic happens is when he's able to create and get outside the pocket and make plays. So I think he'll do that this year. I think he'll be a great quarterback in fantasy. Um, Guys that are probably going after him, I think, are like Kyler Murray, um, of course, Mr. Trubisky, some of those guys like that, right? The only guys you'll probably see go ahead of Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, uh, guys like that. So, if you can get your hands on, on a Joe Burrow and it's not a, you know, not a reach for your fantasy league, definitely do so. He's going to be a phenomenal quarterback for fantasy football leagues this year. Uh, he's definitely going to make an impact. Now, with that offensive line improvement comes improvement to the offense all around, right? We talked about Joe Burrow and how he's going to be more upright, he's going to have more time in the pocket, how he's going to be able to create more and uh, stay off the ground. With that improved offensive line comes an improved run game. <laughs> Right. And uh, I think Joe Mixon for this team has a chance to really be, you know, for fantasy football purposes, be RB1, RB2 this coming season. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if Joe if, uh, Joe Mixon had a 2K all purpose yard season. This offensive line is really good. He hasn't had a good offensive line since he's been in Cincinnati. And um there's a chance that Joe Mixon could be a still of all stills in fantasy football, right? People may sleep on Joe Mixon this year. People may not take him as high. Last year, I think I got Joe Mixon in the second round. Um, he was RB4 this past season, but you always know people are going to take Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> um, people are going to take Dalvin Cook probably before Joe Mixon. Um, there's a couple of the run. Najee Harris maybe will go before Joe Mixon, but – the reality is Joe Mixon or Jonathan Taylor will too, but Joe Mixon will be a animal for the Bengals and he will be a steal in fantasy football leagues. If he falls to the second round, definitely snag him. Um, I don't see him making out of the first round just because I think he really, you know, proved his worth last season and he was healthy primarily all last season and he had, he had a hell of a um, hell of a season. And uh, Joe Mixon was a steady back for me last year in the stable. And uh, he definitely made a lot of plays. So Joe Mixon is a guy. I think that could be RB1, RB2 next season in fantasy football. So if you can get Joe Mixon, 
definitely take a look at Joe Mixon. He's going to be somebody that you want to snag because we know he's going to get volume. The offensive line is better. He's going to get targets in the pass game, and uh, he's going to score touchdowns. So make sure you take a look at Joe Mixon. Uh, if, In my opinion, he may be one of the most valuable Bengals players this year in fantasy football. So take a look at Joe Mixon. He is going to be a phenomenal player this season. So um, we talked about Joe Burrow. We talked about Joe Mixon. Of course, we got to talk about Jamar Chase. As I said, he was wide receiver five last season on fantasy. And, uh, you know, look, I think he's going to be within that top five range this coming season. Um, He'll see more double teams this season. He may see more coverages slanted to him. But the truth is this. Jamar Chase is Joe Burrow's favorite target. He's got, they have amazing chemistry, and uh, he, he's going to get the targets. So I don't, you know, we know what he can do with the ball in his hands, whether it's yards after catch, whether it's catching contested passes. Jamar Chase is that dude. So uh, it goes without saying, right? Jamar Chase is probably is going to be a top pick again uh, in fantasy. Um, Jamar Chase will probably go the highest in the fantasy football draft out of all the Bengals players. But nonetheless, Jamar Chase is going to be special. Um, You won't be able to get all these guys, but if you can snag Jamar Chase, definitely go ahead and do so. He will definitely play big dividends for you and your fantasy team. And uh, he is going to have another great year, in my opinion. Um, Looking at, you know, Jamar Chase, wide receiver one, no doubt on your fantasy team. We got to talk about T. Higgins, right? T. Higgins last year finished as wide receiver 24 in fantasy football rankings. And um, T. is a phenomenal player, right? He, he's, he had actually more volume or targets last year, I think, than Jamar Chase. Um, and uh, he was a weapon, right? He he got a lot of red zone targets last season. Um, now, he he's a little bit more a wide receiver, too, in fantasy football, so you may be able to snag him in the later rounds. Um, I don't know. I haven't done many fantasy drafts yet, so I don't know where he's fallen to yet. Um, but T. Higgins is a guy you might be able to snag round three, round, uh, round four, and uh, he is going to be a consistent receiver number two for you. And uh, look, here's the deal. Jamar Chase is going to get double teamed, right? Jamar Chase is going to get double teamed. We saw last season there were games where T. Higgins absolutely went off and had a ton of targets and just absolutely annihilated defenses. Um, he's going to have the same opportunities this coming season. Uh, I don't know you know, how the volume will be for him, but I expect him to really be a weapon. Uh, and I expect T. Higgins to probably produce somewhere around the same I'd say maybe more around the lines of maybe wide receiver 17 to 20 this year. So it'll probably produce a little bit better in my opinion, but um, nonetheless, a great receiver and another Bengals player that should be on your radar when you're looking at this draft. Um, Another player that we should be looking at, or you should have on your radar is Tyler Boyd, right? Tyler Boyd last season, I think finished around wide receiver 31 or 34 or something like that for fantasy football, but uh, he didn't have as many targets, you know, between T and Jamar Chase, but with the targets he had, he still was able to do a good number. Um, I think he had roughly around 800 yards and a a few touchdowns. So Tyler Boyd is still going to get his volume. So 
Tyler Boyd's a guy you want to look at. You'll be able to snag Tyler definitely in the later rounds, maybe around six, maybe around seven. Um, but he's going to be there, and uh, he's going to be one of those guys that people you know maybe sleep on or don't pick up at all. Uh, I mean, they'll definitely pick him up, but people will sleep on him and let him kind of hang out there. So if you build your team great, you have a, a good stable of running backs, you have some good receivers, Tyler Boyd's going to be a person that, hey, if you can stash him, maybe combo him with Burrow, uh, he'll, he'll be a good player for you. So I think, you know, specifically when thinking about Tyler Boyd in this upcoming season, I think Tyler Boyd may be in for a little bit more bigger production than what he had in the past than last season. Um, and the reason I say that is because I think a lot of defenses are going to do whatever they can do to take away T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Having that improved offensive line is going to allow Burrow a little bit more time to work over the middle. So I, I really do believe that Tyler Boyd could be in for an increased production which means that if you can snag him in the later rounds, he might be a sleeper out there still that really could help change your team around. If you know, like I know, having a wide receiver two in fantasy football is like really, if you don't draft right, could be one of the toughest things that you, you deal with throughout the season. You may really be spending every weekend on the waiver wire trying to find that receiver two if you don't draft right. So, Take a look at Tyler Boyd. If you don't get any Bengals players or you have some Bengals players and you want to just scoop him up, he's going to be a steal. He's going to be there. Um, and you just want to make sure you take him at the right spot. Don't reach because he'll be there later in the rounds. People will sleep on him. But just know his production is probably going to go up just like everybody else's. Um, and it's kind of tough to say everybody's production will go up. But I truly believe that we're in for something special from this offense as far as the offensive performance. So don't see, don't be surprised if you see incredible numbers from Burrow, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and then you see Tyler Boyd pop potentially maybe be a thousand yard receiver, right? Because he's been there, he's a veteran leader. Um, they're going to be doing whatever they can to take away T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Tyler Boyd may be the beneficiary, and if he gets the targets, we know Tyler Boyd will take advantage of it, and he will eat. So we talked about T. Boyd, which I, I love T. Boyd, one of my favorite players on the team. The next guy uh, that I think could really be a sleeper out there is C.J. Uzama's replacement, um, Hayden Hurst, right? A tight end. He was a first-round pick from, you know, with Baltimore. Didn't quite work out in Baltimore. Went to Atlanta. Uh, they drafted Kyle Pitts. Didn't quite work out in Atlanta. Uh, and really, Hayden Hurst hasn't lived up to expectations, you know, for his draft status and just kind of the places that he's traveled around to. But I believe that Hayden Hurst could be in for, you know, could be in for some good volume. Um, I don't think he'll be a tight end. You know, I don't think he'll be. Let me. So I don't think he'll be a like, you know, top five. But I think there's potential that he could be within that 10, you know, 10 to 15 range. C.J. Uzama, like I said, finished fantasy football tight end 19. I think Hayden Hurst could put out a little bit more production than C.J. I think uh, Hayden Hurst might be a better route runner than C.J., uh, maybe a better run after the catch player than C.J. But, of course, you're always missing that veteran leadership from C.J. Uzama, right, and his personality. But when you look at Hayden Hurst on paper, he fits perfect 
like a puzzle piece in this offense because he's a pass catching tight end, right? He catches the rock. He makes plays after the catch. And uh, he's a mismatch for linebackers and, and safeties often at times. So Hayden Hurst could be a steal there. He's definitely going to be there in the later rounds. You know, if you if you have a, a tight end room, you have a tight end one, um, or maybe you don't have any tight ends. You're going to want to take a look at Hayden Hurst because I, I think with this offense, I think he's going to get the targets he wants. I think he's building some chemistry with Joe. So he may not be the first look. Right. Of course, I don't think, you know, CJ Uzama was the first look for Joe Burrow, you know, on the field. I think actually Joe missed him a couple of times last season. But I think Hayden Hurst could bring something more to the table than what CJ brought. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how Hayden performs in this offense. If you have, you know, if you have a pick out there, you have a tight end one. It's not going to be a bad idea to grab Hayden Hurst as your tight end two to have a backup because you never know. What if Hayden Hurst busts onto the seams and he's having just an absolutely phenomenal season? You know, someone's going to have a steal. There will be players out there that people pass on that probably have career years. So uh, Hayden Hurst could really be in line for that. Uh, And he's a major sleeper coming into next season. Um, There's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of players, I think, you know, on the Bengals that, well, I think we talked about most of the players that could be, you know, really key contributors to your fantasy football team. But uh, there's a lot of players there, right? There's a lot of players when you look at this team that have the ability, that have, you know, the potential to have, you know, high production this coming season. Um, we talked about Joe Mixon. I know Samaje P. Ryan may get – he'll get some snaps, of course, on passing downs. But another dark horse to me is Chris Evans. We don't know what his role is going to be, but we do know that we saw him line up at receiver a couple times in empty. We saw when he cooked that linebacker out. Um, I think he ran a sluggo route, slant and go on a guy in Detroit, and he killed the linebacker off of uh, off of the jump, right? So I think we'll see Chris Evans get some more targets in the pass game, maybe get some screens as well too, maybe work in, maybe work in some outside zones, which probably won't be likely, but maybe a couple here and there. So he'll maybe get a few carries. But more or less, Chris Evans, in my opinion, should be due for a little bit more, you know, action in the pass game. Um, I, I want to say, you know, it was Joe Mixon primarily, and then it was, you know, Samaje Piran basically right after that. Chris Evans played a little bit, but he didn't play enough to me to where uh, he could really make an impact. No, by no means is Chris Evans a don't don't draft Chris Evans as your running back one, <laughs> right? He, he Chris Evans is a handcuff type player. So if if you get Joe Mixon, uh, Samaj P. Ryan, and Chris Evans will be handcuffs. You'll want to maybe try to grab one of these, one of those guys if you have a Bengals running back, which the only one is is um, Joe Mixon. But Chris Evans really could have some games where he has breakout games, right? It's going to depend on how much the Bengals are lining up and empty, um, how much they're using him out at receiver, uh, because I know he's done some receiver reps out of practice. How much is he, you know, getting handoffs? Uh, it's going to depend on a lot of different variables. But I think one thing you can count on for Chris Evans. He's a matchup nightmare, and uh, if he is getting snaps, if he is getting some some volume there, uh, he'll make he'll he'll have so he'll have a lot of production. Um, I, you know, you can't expect for him to have I think more than 500 yards receiving, but I, I think if he gets maybe 20, 25 to 30 targets, 
uh, you know, past targets, I think he'll probably have around 350 to 400 yards. And I don't think that's far-fetched to say. So the Bengals have a lot of players this season for your fantasy league that can, you know, you can still have them on your team and you can win your fantasy league. You can have your boys. You can watch the games and cheer for your players and cheer for your fantasy team and, uh, you know, really have a great time this season, right? NFL season's around the corner. I know everybody can't wait to to watch it and see how it all unfolds, but with fantasy football around the corner, I wanted to give you a quick scoop on that. So hope you all enjoyed the show. Hope you come back next Monday for the next one. Hootay, and I'll catch you next time. Everybody have a good weekend.